Round one. Fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome everyone to the 329th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by Apid.net and those sexy legends of an Audio Technica. Go upgrade your audio game today with their fantastic assortment of headphones, microphones, and everything else in between. I am your extremely humble host, Brendan White. You can find me just about everywhere at Brendan8bit. And joining me, as is tradition, my podcast writer, die, my sister from another mister. You can find her on them socials at Miss Allie Hart. Miss Allie Hart, how the bloody hell are you? G'day, g'day, g'day. I'm doing good. How about you? It's been a while. It has been a while, as the fantastic band Stained said so eloquently way back in the mid-2000s. It has been a, has been a minute. Uh, yeah, we've had about a month off, give or take. Uh, my math's no good for a Sunday, but um, yeah, we're back here in the podcast chair. We've had, had some sort of life things sort of take precedent mm. over the last four-ish weeks. So we had to take a little bit of a break, but we thought uh, we've kept you all waiting long enough. So we thought we'd jump back into this chair and uh, I guess guess talk about what's been going on and what is going to be going on moving forward. Yeah, uh, some some interesting changes coming up. Big changes, big changes, as uh, Fleetwood Mac would like to sing about sometimes as well. Okay, keep so, referencing uh, titles yeah. through this whole episode. <laughs> that's that's the uh, that's the mo for this episode, episode three two nine of THG. But yeah, big big things happening. I don't know if you want me to sort of mention things here directly, or if I'm just going to sort of delegate the microphone over to you to maybe talk about some of these big things because. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty monumental. It's a uh, very very big 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 news. Yeah, so you know the there's a special time in every woman's life where you know things change and everything kind of becomes kind of unexpected and you know things you know, develop, they grow, and and then sometimes you just can't find time. And uh, look, I ain't pregnant, but I'm <laughs> sad to announce. <laughs> I'm sad to announce that I'm unfortunately going to have to leave the hungry gamers. <laughs> yeah, it's um it it's 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 a lot to uh a lot to process cuz uh yeah, you have been my my podcast right I die for 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 many many an episode and many a year, but uh you know that will not change moving forward. You'll always you'll always be my right I die. But um yeah. yeah, sometimes sometimes life happens and sometimes it oh, throws boy curveballs at you in in a whole host of ways and and sometimes you've got to make the the hard choices and and that's what happened here and yeah it's on on one hand it's it's sad and and shitty but on the other hand like me personally i'm ecstatic and very happy and proud and just excited to see where things go for you now and into the future so yeah there's there's no there's no bad blood there's no beef here there's no drama listeners like this is amicable it's it's a clean break if you want to if you want to call it like that like like the I love would love to hear the speculation or like kind of rumors said on like oh what really happened in hungry hq you know yeah sad, sadly it's not anywhere near that exciting i did um no. you know my current obsession with like 
chat GPT and AI and all that. I, I oh, sort of yes. were feeding, was feeding chat GPT some scenarios the other day about all this. And I sort of asked, Ali's leaving the hungry gamers, like the, the qualifier put in, you know, leaving the hungry gamers, put some, some details in as far as, you know, the uh-huh. time frame, the episodes. And I sort of said, what, what are you, the headlines that you believe chat GPT as to why she's actually leaving? And some of the ones that, that came through here, it's funny because obviously hungry gamers is, is the podcast name. So there's a lot of food based themes here. Oh, here we go. It's pretty on brand. Um, the, the first one, it was like podcast host, Miss Ali Hart exits the hungry gamers amid shocking food fight debacle. Like, eh. Mashed potatoes. It was mashed potatoes. It's always been mashed potatoes. Yeah, I've I've heard that my entire life. You're gonna you're gonna lose friendships and relationships over your disdain for mashed potatoes. There's one here that just came out of nowhere. It was like sensational twist. Ali abruptly quits the Hungry Gamers, citing mysterious alien takeover. So uh, you're sort of claiming that extraterrestrial beings have infiltrated the gaming industry and are secretly controlling the podcast. I mean, that wouldn't make me leave. <laughs> Well, that would make me stay, wouldn't it? Yeah, but but yeah, it sort of goes on to then say that you left to to lead the resistance against these uh, intergalactic oh. gaming invaders. So okay. uh, there's another one here where you, you left due to uh, pursuing a competitive eating career. So uh, that's that's a thing. That's a thing. I mean, yeah. I'm curious what my food of choice for competitive eating would be. Yeah, th- this one made me chuckle where it said uh, you, the Hungry Gamers host leaves to start revolutionary vegan gaming podcast. So it's a direct oh, compete to the Hungry Gamers. You know, apparently we can't coexist here. wouldn't it be the here. starving gamers? <laughs> so <at> least, <laughs> if I wanted to be a competitor to this podcast, it's like, no, we're, we're starving. No, hang on. Hungry Gamers means implies that you – no, okay, so we're full gamers. We're Yeah. We're full of, full of soy and silken no, tofu. Well, I don't know why veganism has to come into it. Like, it's, I enjoy good tofu. I just think uh, if we want to talk about a like a competitive like alternative to the hungry gamers, it would be we're no longer hungry. We're we're satisfied. The satisfied gamers. Oh, that no, mm, that that probably would get the wrong listeners. But um, yeah, is, is famished? Does famished means you're full? I'm I always- famished. That I no, like. I'm, I, I'm hungry I, too, right? It's a fancy way of saying hungry. Famished. famished. Let's Google it. Or oh, let's see if the listeners can already correct us before Google does. Extremely hungry. Oh, mm. I'm famished. Maybe you could be like the, the, like the, the direct competitor, the, the, fam, the famished book readers or something like that. You can uh, have, have this new spin-off. Uh, the other one, and you sort of mentioned it off, off the drop there too, Ali's departure from The Hungry Game is linked to top secret government conspiracy theory and then it goes on to further read because she is allegedly carrying the baby of a very highly regarded person in the games media space i was like Ooh, oh my bravo. god holy i don't know how the con- government <laughs> conspiracy ties in there too but uh chat gpt went a little bit wild there but um yeah it's either that or you're embarking on a quest for a mythical gaming artifact is the last one there of note they they went all kinds of ways I'll chat GPT, but the consistent ones were food-related, baby-related, gaming artifacts, and then veganism. Apparently, we we don't we don't uh, entertain vegans here, which we do. We do. We do not judge. We do not yuck anyone's yums. No, I enjoy good vegan meal. And now I just realized, thanks to that, that my little little slight twist at the beginning of announcement is the same as a. Uh, 
chat AI. <laughs> so it came up with the same little little gag. So although <laughs> it's not really gag worthy, but still. But yeah, I mean, all very, you know. No, actually, no, they're not very, very uh, <laughs> close. Um, no, it's just life, you know? Yeah. Um, we've been lucky enough. Like, when I made the decision to move overseas, it was kind of like, oh, shit, like, how do we do it? Like, while I'm over here and, you know, we made it work, like, with a lot of things with, you know, running a podcast and doing it weekly, like... There's a lot of sacrifice that goes into it and um, we still, luckily enough, even across the oceans, we're able to kind of make it work. But unfortunately, some like life things happened and then just this, the scheduling, just it's just it just wouldn't work. And even if we tried and tried our very hardest, I know myself, which I, you know, I never do anything half-ass. I do everything mm-hmm. full-ass. I just... I just don't feel like I'd be able to like bring the exact same quality and energy and commitment to the podcast that I regularly do. And that just would not be okay for me, let alone giving it out to all you guys. <laughs> and and I respect that a thousand percent. Like uh, the fact that you were always full ass with this is, uh, you know, whole testament ass, to you. Yeah. Whole ass, sorry, not full ass. Oh. Yeah, no, full ass. Yeah, half ass and full ass. You know, That's the glass is either half ass or the glass is half full. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's one thing that, that I've always admired and loved about you is, yeah, that you, when you're in, you're 100% in. And in this situation with, with things that are going on outside of the, the podcast periphery, you can't. And that's, that's more than fine. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be weird depending on what happens with this podcast moving forward. Like, like truth mm. be told, I'd be lying if I hadn't enjoyed the last month of like not having the pressure of creating content every week and having to be it's up to date fun. and sharing thoughts on news and rumors and controversies and not having to play all the latest games for the sake of just having to play all the latest games. It's been nice just to sort of relax and turn the microphone off emotionally and, and literally as well so uh yeah yeah i'm still um i'm still trying to work out what to do moving forward with with thg i've got got some ideas uh that that i'll sort of continue to think about a little bit more but yeah there, there's not a clear direction with what's happening or what will or won't occur here with with this show after this episode the the, the can the thing that i am certain about is after this episode, there's going to be another little hiatus because July, I'm, I'm away for a little bit of time. So I thought we're just going to take all of July off, reflect a little bit more. And if and when the time comes and if it feels right, there will be something in August maybe. But who knows? Who knows what happens? Could be very exciting. It could be. It could be. But um, yeah, it's, it's just going to be weird. It's just going to be weird for me because, yeah, you've you've been my, my consistent heartbeat when it comes to this uh this podcasting thing you know we've been doing this collectively pretty much right from the jump like you were a few episodes out of alignment when, yeah. when thg first technically uh, first not on the, the first ones yeah technically wasn't there at the start start you, but you, you're probably lucky you weren't there at the start start because those first few episodes you know they were a time but um <laughs> you, you made your debut in uh in episode eight which was titled here comes a new challenger and you weren't even there 
No, I, I was there for eight, but I wasn't well, there we, for nine. Oh, the that's episodes right. after. That's yeah. right. Because I remember I was in Hawaii. you were in Hawaii. Yeah, that's what I I remember that you were you were in Hawaii. So, okay, so I thought I always thought it was the first episode, and I'm like, why would I? Why would I just randomly like come onto a podcast like, and then the person that asked me on not even be there? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like, I, yeah. I do I do mean things like that sometimes. So. Uh, yeah, but we'll, we'll go into some of those specifics in a little bit more detail. But yeah, listeners, uh, if you check in the show notes, there will be a link to something called Kudo Board, which I've set up where if you wanted to send your best wishes, even better words, videos, audio form, images, whatever it might be, just to just to let Ali know what y'all been thinking of all these years of commitment and, and love and blood and sweat and tears she's been she's been giving you, you can do so. So check that in the show note links. I've started to upload some of the ones I've received already and I will be oh. um, playing some audio through this episode from a select few that I've had to just uh, get done early. I have not listened to any of these at the moment, so oh, I don't know what they say. <laughs> Good riddance. I'm glad <laughs> she's out of there. I'm sure it's going to be very great stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the, these audio drops, they, they were video, but I've converted them to audio just for the sake of this podcast. Uh, okay. But the videos will be uploaded on that kudo board. And, yeah, I'll share the share the link in the show notes. Obviously, we'll share the link with Ali too so she can she can watch and see these <laughs> she, messages roll in over time. She'll never know what you guys said. So go for it. Let her know how much you hated Destiny. Yeah. No, Destiny's a great game. But uh, you know we can talk oh, about that in a bit more detail. Oh, but um, yeah, we've got a we've got a rough schedule as far as what we're going to be talking through today. We, we've got some some rough notes and things we might cover off. But oh. listeners, this isn't going to be a a deep dive on the news. This isn't going to be an unpacking of the latest FTC court transcripts with Phil Spencer getting ribbed by these lawyers and stuff like that. This is just going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, but that's why I said I should have left. <laughs> FTC said that, you know, the Hungry Gamers had too much uh, control over the cloud space. I had to go. Yeah, it's they're militant sons of guns. Like reading some of that transcript, I was just shaking my head at how tone deaf some of those questions are. But I digress. We're not here for that today. We're not going to be unpacking all those dramas. We'll talk about what we've been up to a little bit. We've got some podcast related uh, questions we'll talk through, share some memories, just have a bit of fun. You know, that's what this podcast has always been about first and foremost. And and that shouldn't change now, especially with this big uh, monumental episode we're doing here. So um, how does that sound to you, Miss Hart? That sounds good to me. All right. Well, I'm going to I'm going to play this first drop. As I said, I haven't listened to any of these. So I'm just going to drop these in sort of in between segments. (laughs) We'll find out. We'll find out. Let's see what uh, what this young man has to say. Hey, Miss Hart, uh, Benny here. Um, I just wanted to say, um, well, I wanted to wish you all the best after, God, it seems like so very many Hungry Gamers episodes. And uh, I like to think, courtesy of 8-Bit, you and I have managed to become friends. Uh, You've been my convention buddy when we've gone to conventions together. And uh, I'm going to miss hearing your voice every week. Um, It's already been tough not being able to play games with you due to time zone differences um, and our schedule's never really lining up because I work ridiculous hours and the time zone difference makes life very difficult. Um, But that being said, um, I do really, really miss playing video games with you and hearing you every week on The Hungry Gamers 
um, just it, it was just a, a great way to stay in touch, even though we weren't talking directly. Um, so I just want to wish you all the best. Um, congratulations on everything that's going well for you over in the States. Much love to you. Hopefully I can come over and visit you sometime soon. And uh, I'm going to miss you. All the best. Love you. Oh, Benny. Oh, he was like, he's been the best convention buddy. Like, oh, God, don't make me cry. Oh, if Ali cries, the harvest is plentiful every year. <laughs> oh, my goodness, the rarities. Um, Yeah, like, Benny, it's true. Like, I met Benny because of 8-Bit. And he was my convention buddy. You know, we uh, <laughs> we are the angry, disgruntled people. Although we, <laughs> it's honestly we're just like we're, we're kind of iffy about like people, and he's always good about like when like like my anxieties hit the limit. So, and yeah, playing video games with him, like we had a lot of fun. We used to play, ah, oh, we used to play um PUBG a lot. And the shenanigans with PUBG were always, they were so crazy, so funny, so stupid. And like, I loved those times. So yeah, like that's the, that was like the one thing about moving overseas. It's just the timelines, they just don't match up. So, but thank you, Benny. He's he's a beautiful soul. And yeah, I think... I can't remember if I'm exactly correct, but I don't know if you first, you, well, you definitely met in person for EB Expo way back when. When I think, so. I think that was our first maybe official media event too, EB Expo. Yeah, I think I it think. was, yeah. So so we felt pretty we felt pretty special all rolling in with our media passes and rolling around uh, Olympic Park. Also felt like I'm like, what the fuck are we meant to be doing? Yeah. <laughs> what and- is this? <laughs> And and that really hasn't changed. But, no, uh, <laughs> it didn't, did it? Yeah, but it was nice to connect you two together because, yeah, you're similar in, in some ways and you're just two genuine, nice, great people. So it was really nice to see that you guys just connected and got along on many levels. And, and yes, you, you talk about you being sassy and Ben being grumpy and stuff like yeah. that. But underneath that, there is just some sweetheartedness for both y'all and it's it's good to how see that you very dare that you how <laughs> very dare you sassy heart and bitter old man benny we are nothing but you know horrible mean people it, it's all a ruse it's all a ruse listeners it's been a facade all these years and see that's that's the actual reason why she's she's leaving Fatality. she can't keep up the sass anymore yes yeah, so it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's become too much it's too much too much work yeah, but, um, you know, we're not here to talk about work. We're talking about fun things. And maybe we can sort of uh, digress into maybe what we've been up to the last couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, that's that's been a, a podcast tradition here on THG. We've always talked about what we've been doing since since we last recorded, whether it be playing games, watching things, eating things, whatever. So, so Miss Hart, it's, it's been like, yeah, four weeks between episodes-ish. Oh, what are, what are, what are things of note you want to share <laughs> that you've been up to? This is the reason why I'm gonna have to go. As I, not a lot. <laughs> the truth is out, listeners. This is why. Yeah, here we go. Here's the scoop. The scoop. I've never been a gamer, not once. Like every week, I've pretended like I've been playing games. 
No, like, uh, obviously, like, I d- to no surprise, it's just been mostly whenever I can get time to play video games, it's been Diablo. I've been playing a lot of, lot of Diablo and just have an absolute, like, blast with it when I can, like, when I can find the time to play it. Like, like going in, still running source. Look, I got a... F- can I just, like, also, for those who are familiar and have played Diablo, this confession might sound really bad and just re- reflect really badly on me being a Diablo fan. <laughs> I'm, like, level 50 plus, which is still not that high. I I don't have my horse yet. <laughs> I haven't done Act 3. Oh, you, you. <laughs> uh, that, that's, that's typical, Ali, though. Like, I am not at all surprised. I am not at I- all surprised. Yeah, no. You're probably like, like halfway through the campaign, maybe or something. Yeah, well, I I think I'm waiting to start Act Three. Like, granted, there's like a few of us that have been kind of trying to play together. Um, but I've also they've or like the group that I'm playing with have already voiced their disgruntledness on how <laughs> my play style. Um, they've they've called me Side Quest Alley because like <laughs> they're off trying to do what they need to do, and they're like, "Where are you?" And I'm like, "Oh, I found some people over here. I'll be there." In a second um so yeah it's my own fault so <laughs> the time that side i found to play alley. side quest alley so well, i actually realized that has a really great like kind of double yeah anyway so the time that i've had to play games it has been predominantly uh playing diablo uh i oh and i just also need to mention that uh i got my rog ally as well yes have you been playing it a lot not a lot, not a lot. Um, I've been like kind of testing it out and like seeing what uh what its potential is, what games are suitable for it, maybe what games that aren't. Um, I'm still working on putting in an additional um SD card inside it just to further extend um like how much it can hold. Um, for the most part, I think this is going to be a kind of like a platformer um narrative kind of driven uh device for me i don't normally play those kind of games i'm generally on pc so i'm usually playing like my first person shooters and such or my um builders and stuff so this might be a device where i actually finally tackle all those games that i kind of don't feel like utilizing on the pc so and hey i still have to play persona so um it might be my little uh portable persona device as well so yeah i've um I've, I've been dabbling with with my ally like same thing like it arrived and i was excited and i unboxed it and i'm like oh this feels really nice in the hand that's one thing i'll take away with this thing it's it's a big chunky boy don't get me wrong but it feels nice in the hand it's not too heavy but just no. the the button layout the stick layout like it feels really good uh in the hand for me I've been playing a lot of uh, Honkai Star Rail on this thing, which is Oh my the, gosh, that game. <laughs> which is the you wouldn't say the sequel, but it's it's similar to, to Genshin Impact, Genshin, which was yeah. done by Mihoyo. And so I've just been living my animated space fantasy life on my on my ally. Uh, but it's it's a good bit of kit, but something else that's that's really good is Diablo 4. I've been smashing it too. My my little sorcerer, she is a Ice Shard Throne Powerhouse at the moment. I've, oh. I've finished the story. I've got my amount. So I'm riding around <laughs> Sanctuary on my horsey. I think I'm at level 66, somewhere around there. So mm-hmm. 
So he'd been doing endgame stuff, been doing nightmare dungeons, jumping on every six to eight hours to if I forgot time to smash the world boss out with whoever else is on a server. Yeah. I it's still fun. haven't I still haven't um done that world boss that's got like the gold. Oh yeah, yeah. With his big sort of like box of treats that he yeah, yeah that he's like swinging about a bit. I haven't I haven't um, versed him yet, but I've done the big turkey. I've um, done the big skelly boy, but I just haven't done the gold guy. So um, I still need to do that. But I gotta say, I'm really liking Legion events. They're just They're a lot of fun. Me. They're a lot of fun. I like this kind of like almost like horde mode. Um, working together with a group of strangers. I think I've, I've really enjoyed the stranger experience in like playing with randoms in this game. Um, also, if you are at a world event and you see someone spinning and spamming, look, if you don't follow suit, you are a party pooper. Mm-hmm. Um, you best believe that I'll be spinning and saying, look. But it's it's just for the times that I've had to play it, I've been really, really enjoying it. I don't think I've really ran into um many issues or like hurdles in playing this game about the only thing i felt is that and it's probably just due to my own fault sometimes i feel like my sorceress is a little underpowered like Mm -hmm. she's not um she's not meaning meaning the same like level as like the necromancer in our team or the rogue in our team granted there's a lot of solid builds for those two um that are out there but um i like (laughs) i'm like dabbling i'm like hot ice i'm like protective in ice my attack is like fire and electric um uh, yeah the so arc you doing them ones yeah doing my arc lash um but i've got like firewall and um i don't have incinerate anymore i swapped that out with something and i can't remember what it is um but firewall is great i love firewall um so yeah i'm kind of like dabbling in like three elements <laughs> and just not committing but yeah, I've just that's about the only downfall that I found, and like it's probably just you know human error, where my character feels a little underpowered. Yeah, I followed a few builds. Like I did the arc lash chain lightning up until fifty, and then I've shifted to this uh, ice shard one, lightning. where it's just you're shooting ice like a machine gun. Like it's just across the map. <laughs> like I'm I'm a glass cannon. Like I, a couple of hits, and I'm usually cooked if I'm not careful. But you feel very powerful just teleporting into a mob dropping a frost nova and then just brr, 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 shoot nice everywhere and then teleporting out before you frost can get nova's clapped. pretty good i yeah. love my frost nova i'm not too i'm not too squishy the joke is in my group is that like for the character that should be the smartest i'm actually the dumbest character in the group my intelligence <laughs> is so low but <laughs> my strength that's not good no i know <laughs> that's what sorcerers rely on <laughs> i thought it was um uh, not wisdom. It's not called wisdom. It's called um. De- there's dexterity, will. intelligence, wisdom, and strength. No, no, it's it's not called wisdom, is it? It's called willpower. Oh, willpower. Sorry. Yeah. So it's called willpower, and I've got plenty of that. I've actually got some decent strength, and I'm also quite dexterous. Not smart though. Not smart. She's, not, <laughs> she's, not, she's figuring it out. She's figuring it all out. But you know. So, like, you know, my strength's pretty good. Like, she holds up when she needs to and she can, like, kind of get out of a bind. By the way, I have this perk that if she walks through her own fire, she runs. And that's pretty good. (laughs) Like, it makes sense. Self-awareness is good. Yeah, it makes sense. She's not that dumb. So, fire hurt. I better run. But, 
Yeah, I, I for the most part, she's so this. Uh, I was going to say there's clearly something wrong with my build, but this, you know, intelligence probably just needs a little bit of a little bit more work. Yeah, that that intelligence is going to boost your your base attack up nicely. So uh, yeah, keep working on that dexterity for your crit, willpower for your minor and health regeneration, and then strength for your armor. So uh, you, you made a little tanky sork. It's nice to see. Yeah, she's like she, you know, she attacks, she protects, and she runs away. Um, but. <laughs> I it's because I'm getting like some of this cool gear where I'm like I'd be an idiot not to utilize these things. But my main my biggest thing is is that I just want to really build up um mana replenishment because I just want to be just a consistent like powerhouse and just like for every time I use mana, my mana like replenishes itself. Like I essentially mm-hmm. just never want to run out. That's essentially what I'm going for. So very smart, but, very smart. Yeah. Cause yeah, they they can be a thirsty thing. The old sorcerer. Oh my God. Oh, she's just if I hear, I have run out of mana oh. again. I'm like, bitch, that's not me. That's you. Figure it out. Yeah, I've, I've socketed your, your rings. I've, I've pimped out your boots. There you should got be a nice mana plenty. On? Yeah, yeah, like, come on. But it's really good. Diablo 4 has been super fun. I love that it's cross platform. So whether you're mm-hmm. on Xbox, PlayStation, PC, we can all coexist in the same game. The in-game party chat's nice and clean and easy to utilize. The audio coming through seems to be pretty pretty stable and consistent. Obviously, you can do stuff on on uh, Discord and things like that as well, should you choose. But yeah, it's it's super fun. I've been really enjoying squatting up with people and just yeah, running nightmare dungeons, fighting end bosses. The the hell tides, which is another cool post game thing. I've been really enjoying getting in there and and fighting just crazy crazy waves of hell beasts and and dealing with all kinds of other things that you don't even seem to factor in from environmental damage to fire falling from the sky and just clapping your cheeks really aggressively Mm -hmm. the pvp area though i don't like there's a few zones in the post game uh where you've got to get these grim favor things and sometimes they fall into pvp areas where you just get other real people hiding in the shadows waiting for you to step out of the safety of the town and then just stab 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 and it's like fuck off mate i got no beef with you trying to kill that beastie over there leave me alone so that can be annoying but overall it's great have you have you encountered the butcher yet miss hart uh twice uh but the the, we don't know why it is but the a friend of our in our team, he just every time he goes into his dungeons, the butcher just appears. So we just tell him, like, can you please bring the butcher to us, please? We're just we're constantly um never running into him and the two times we haven't beaten him. We've gotten close. We got mm-hmm. close, but uh we have not beaten the butcher yet. Okay. But give um, it time. But if you want a treasure goblin, hang out with me. They are always appearing for me. All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna have to check in and see what you're doing this week because I'm always hunting for them little treasure goblins. Yeah, I had like three three instances, like one session. I'm just like, this is incredible. <laughs> Kill that little shit. They're spongy little buggers. Yeah. But um, off off the gaming side, have you been watching anything? Did you get to the movies and check out Across the Spider Verse as well? Did you? Oh check yes, that out? I did. I did. I did. Um, ten out of ten movie for me. I loved yeah. it, start to finish. Um. I love a movie. I love when um, a director or producer or whoever is involved and makes the final decision when they how they incorporate music into action. Um, they just in this movie, it's just done incredibly and seamlessly, like effortlessly, and it just 
it just makes everything even better. I'm not going to say it makes it better. It's It was already good. It makes it even, even more better um, because the whole experience of that movie was just fantastic for me. And um, everyone knows I'm a very impatient viewer. Um, and then to have the movie finish, I was like there just like, oh, it's over? Like, like I could have watched probably another hour and still been content, which is a very high high regard for me, having me sit down and, you know, watch a movie. So um, it was just a great experience. And it's, it's, it's just awesome to see that a movie that the first one, you know, it's always hard to like live up to the first, especially if it's, you know, done so well. So I was like, oh, shit, like what, what, what if, what if the second one just doesn't, doesn't meet it and it did and it did incredibly so um yeah loved it like i said it's 10 out of 10 movie for me yeah it's it's special for any listener that hasn't seen it or has some skepticism like ali just mentioned about oh it can't soar to the same heights as into the spider-verse uh park that skepticism over there in the corner and watch it and enjoy it because yeah i loved every second of it the animation is some of the best you'll see across any medium, across any genre. Like it is special and just a blender or a melting pot of styles and concepts and universes. And it all just works. Like mm. even when it gets absurd and goes into, you know, Spider-Verse, Multiverse, da 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 and shows this, I'm not going to mention anything specifically because I don't yeah. want to ruin some of those awesome moments, but like it just works. And like you said, the blending of music with action or big set pieces the voice acting phenomenal the story great the pacing great and and yes like where it ends and how it ends can be divisive for some i understand that but it left me wanting more and i think that's the sign of a good movie as well and yeah. hopefully we don't have to wait too long for the third one to see what happens with this fantastic story but man oh man it's it's one of the best things I've seen this year across anything. And yeah, it's definitely the best movie I've seen in the cinemas this year by a wide margin. And it's just special. Yeah, I, I think it's, I'm starting to like, although it's never been like too much of a mystery to me, but like my, so far my game of the year has also been very influenced musically. And so far my movie of the year has been um, heavily influenced like musically as well. Like the general like artistic vibe like, a lot of people just talk about how, oh, it's such a gorgeous-looking movie. It's so pretty. Like, the art style's amazing. Um, but I'm just like, no, I'm not hearing enough people talk about, like, the music and the sound component and how it adds to the experience. Maybe people uh, are not aware. I don't know. But, like, just the – like, I've never been so on board at the, like, first very microsecond of a movie as soon as, like, the beat drops and then – the whole initial intro to this movie and just the tone and vibe it established with the music, just the music alone, like, it was incredible. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So, mm. Yeah, music music is a tone setter. Like, that intro or that open can really shape your opinion of what you're about to experience for 20 minutes, an hour, two hours, you know, whatever, whatever it is you're watching. So... Yeah, yeah. Out there, any any budding filmmakers that that open that intro that music can be yeah. your hook to great success or just weird, confusing, jarring moments too. So, true. Yeah, but across the Spider Verse, mm, 
Chef's Kiss, 8-Bit Approved, all of those positive terms. I cannot speak highly enough of it. And it's funny, on the direct opposite uh, side of this this film-based coin, I went and took myself to the movies yesterday and watched Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Uh-huh. I wish I didn't take myself to the cinemas to go watch Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Because, oh, it wasn't um, good, was it? <laughs> nine, nine. It, uh. um, it sucks because Bumblebee that came out a few years ago now where it was uh, a bit of a step back from the Shia LaBeouf, Michael Bay Transformers and a little bit more grounded and more nostalgic. That was awesome. Oh, and yeah. I thought, you know what, this is sort of a, a follow-on from that in a way. It goes from the 80s to 1994. Uh, but the, the the use of music in this, like what you were talking about with Across the Spider-Verse, great, really mm-hmm. cool. Like they lean heavily into 90s hip-hop culture. There's some awesome beats, some awesome sort of uh, accompaniments to big, to big scenes, which I loved. But... The story sucked. The acting for some of these characters, so bad. Some of the the use of the the Maximals, you know, if we're talking like Beast Wars of, of old, we get some some Beast Wars Maximals love in here. Some of the characters, great. Some of them are just there for the sake of being there and have like no lines. But wow. the plot's a mess. It's 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 typical Transformers movies of like excluding Bumblebee, the ones before that that we're all just a mess. That's what this is again. And I was so bummed because I had high hopes and I left. Did you? Very deep. Oh, well, not high. I had medium hopes. I don't know. I, okay. I have no like horse in this race. I didn't really grow up with Transformers. It was one of Mama Hart's stupid shows that she would refer to. <laughs> um, so I don't have too much of a connection with Transformers, unfortunately. So. Yeah. Well, you won't establish one watching this movie. That's for sure. Like, yeah. We're all of a sudden get into it. Yeah, so I, I was pretty bummed about that. But you know what? It, it is what it is. It's like the animation, the CG of the, the Transformers themselves always looks very impressive, especially when they transform and, and do their thing. But it was just meh. It was very forgettable two hours. I, I Sorry to drag this down a little bit more, but while, while we were in the – while we we're sad about um, – Things that you know we we love. Um, I need to ask you because it's been some time between. Uh, <laughs> we we saw a little bit more of a certain video game to TV oh, franchise. <laughs> I know where this is going. It's in battle. What did you? <laughs> I I I haven't gotten like we we were in like I think collectively yeah, we were talking I, about I think we this looks like, awesome. This, yeah. I, I haven't gotten out quicker on something, I think, after a trailer. Like, I went from, like, yes, I can't wait with that first opening trailer, Anthony Mackie putting his CD into the CD player and carnage ensuing, to then seeing him and Sweet Tooth fighting slash serenading slash having a, a love affair in this casino. Like, I, it was bad. And for that to be, like, your major selling trailer. Yeah. I'm like, what happened? Like, like I was so, I was so like into this like game franchise purely just based on the story. After I think it may have been you, someone like told me like what the general concept of um, Twisted Metal was, and I'm like, all right, let's let let me let me learn about the lore. And I'm like, this this game's really fucked up. I love it. Um, so I was kind of excited to hear that there was going to be a TV show that was going to be, you know, telling the, the, the narrative of this game. 
And then, yeah, the initial trailer that we saw, that little snippet, it was like, okay, cool, sweet tooth in the back of a, you know, ice cream van with, I think we saw body parts, maybe we didn't, but we saw a bit of like viscerin gore and him laughing manically. And I'm like, oh, cool, this is very, you know, sore, very, you know. And um, and then that second trailer snippet thing got released. And I'm like, what happened? Like, mm-hmm. And was it Cisco? Yeah, they were singing to Cisco's yeah, song. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I couldn't remember the song. Yeah, oh, and no. I'm like, what? What's happening? Like, and sometimes you could kind of say like, oh, maybe context. Like, maybe if there's like you know the context is there, it actually makes sense, or it, you know makes it funny or something like. That. I'm like, no, because like, it's, the assumption is is that it's releasing very soon. Um, Yeah, yeah, and um, you would assume most of the stuff's ready, done, you know, on. I was gonna say on film, but that was the that was the winning that was the winning glimpse. Like that was the one where you're like, yeah, this will get people on board. They're singing to Cisco. Like people love nostalgia. Mm -hmm. Let's put Cisco. Like don't get me wrong, Cisco has his place in the gaming community, but um, just I don't know because. There was actually a lot of speculation that that initial trailer where he plays, um, what were they called? It's still my sunshine, but the band was called Len. Len, Len, that's it. Len, Len. Um, and everyone's like, "Oh, you can tell that that wasn't originally the song that he was dancing to." I'm like, "Oh, how can you tell?" But like, uh, whatever. Like, you know. So I'm wondering if. They had this like choice about doing a certain year for music choice and kind of almost like leaning into the nostalgia and it just being memorable. Um, mm. Being like, oh, I remember that song from, I'm not going to say the 90s. 2000s? It has to be, yeah, early, early 2000s, 2000s right? Guessing, right? So, but just, I've never been, like you said, like so quick to jump ship on something than to see that little snippet. And I'm just like, I'm not witnessing the charisma and funniness that, um, uh, oh, what's his, what's his name? Um, that's Anthony it. Will, Ar- Will Arnett. Um, like, you know, he, 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 he's really good on delivery no matter what character he's playing, but it just wasn't there. And, the back and forth felt like a um like a sketch show, you know. It felt very like weird and jagged. Like so, now I'm feeling a bit down about this series. Like it's it's a did, shame. Did you see the uh like the the Will Arnett like sort of live cross from the Game Awards where he introed the trailer and like you could see Will Arnett on camera and it looked like. He just woke up from a bender for for like a week. Like he looked beaten oh, and downtrodden, gosh, and then no. he's like, "Check out Twisted Metal." Like you could see that. I don't think he gave two shits about this this uh, this show, and to then follow that immediately up with that trailer, I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like the tone. Like you talked about the lore of Twisted Metal. There is some dark, heavy, messed up shit there in really this is. world, and if they don't manage to capture some of that with the craziness and the absurdity. It's going to be a mess and I don't know how to feel because, yeah, that first little teaser where we get the very brief snippet of Sweet Tooth in the back of the truck, yeah, with body parts and and, um, all kinds of horrific things in there was awesome. I was like, yes, this is cool. And then to go from that to this, it's gone from like 
MAR rating to like GPG, it felt like, where they're just trying to appeal to all audiences. And I don't know what's going to happen around this time next month when it drops on Peacock slash Stan here in Australia. Yeah, I was really honestly hoping that they were going to lean more into a very like dark, gruesome, like, 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 like comedy is still like required for these kind of like series. Like, like, especially when you're going down a horrific, grotesque kind of messed up route, you need that kind of lightness every now and then. Mm-hmm. But this looks like they just completely just like slapsticked it, just like let's just do gags let's make fun of it like oh he's a clown isn't it so funny that he's into this it's like he is a serial killer sir he is a serial killer um i don't know i don't know well i'm hoping that someone just made a bad choice and maybe the rest of it will change but i don't know i don't know it's not not a good start yeah like we we could be completely off the mark and and that could be an outlier this scene but like is that that being your hero moment to sort of introduce it to the world in a larger context yeah whoever made that choice uh, needs to reevaluate their life moving forward because that was a horrible horrible idea but um we'll see we'll see what happens next month uh also if anyone hasn't been keeping up to date the finale for season one of silo airs next week get your (laughs) eyes around that show it is so so good miss hart have you watched any of silo yet no, but I saw a really interesting snippet from it and like it didn't the little promotion that I was watching, the little video snippet that it was showing. At first I'm like, what's this? Oh, what's this show? And then it came up and said Silo. I'm like, oh, this is the show that Brendan was talking about. So I my interest is peaked. My interest is yes. peaked. So I, yes. I, I it may be on the list of things that I might want to watch, but it has to be a good first episode because you know what I'm like. Mm-hmm. You are in and out quick. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, yeah so it's, we'll... it's great. Okay. Episode nine just aired on Friday for us. I guess Thursday night for you in in the states there. So sure. so yeah, finale this this coming week. Cannot wait. Um, it's it's a good good time. And the second season of The Bear has either just dropped or is about to drop. Still I didn't see the first. Wait, oh, it's so good. When when all these incredible shows are out there, me and my husband recently just started to load up Amazing Race. <laughs> Not you didn't start from like season one, did you? No, no, and- no. I've I've already watched all that. Um, <laughs> no, we started like like there was like a season where it was like just pre-COVID, and then there was a season that happened like right when COVID was kind of happening. So we're kind of in that era now. So we're like, yeah, because you know, sometimes you just don't want to watch what's new. Oh no, actually, we've watched the new. Uh, Master Chef as well because you know we love a good cooking show. And did you mm-hmm. see that Crime Scene Kitchen is going to be getting a second season? Yes, I did not see that. That I is think they released news. the first episode. <gasps> yeah, John McHale still posting this thing. Yeah, it, lo- it, lo- it looked like it. Yeah, can't wait to check out some Crime Scene Kitchen. I don't think his so Animal good. Control uh, TV show is doing that well. So yeah, I watched the trailer for that, and that was another one. I'm like, oh boy, yeah, maybe not. D- didn't they purposely get a guy that's very similar to Andy Samberg in that? Yeah. It's like clear as day. It's like, come on, people. Just uh, be better. Be better. And and someone that does better than most the majority of the time is Australia's Finest, and he has this to say, Miss Hart. What's going on, Miss Elliot Hart? Congratulations on your new chapter. It's so exciting, and we know how hard you've worked to get here. So uh, really hope that it's everything you want. It's everything you dream of, and... 
I uh, really hope that your time with 8-Bit has been as fun and as exciting as it's looked from the outside. And um, yeah, well just thanks so much for so many great episodes, so many memories and laughs and sasses along the way. Uh, I'll still never feel confident recommending your video game because I still have no idea what is going to hit with you and what's going to miss, even based on my most solid logic. So keep um, making that a mystery to all of us, but especially me. Um, please play The Last of Us one day as a parting gift to me. Promise me that one day you, you might think about playing it. But until then, stay hungry. I know you will. Jono, for you, I promise I might play it. <laughs> I promise I might, might. play it. He worded it like that, so I definitely will promise that I might play The Last of Us. Um, you know what? I didn't realize I was that picky. I thought, I <laughs> love you, Jono, by the way. Um, I thought that like everyone just kind of generally understood that if it's a very linear story kind of game, like, hey, you follow this story path from start to finish. I'm generally weary of that. I I need some freedom in my game. But like also to counterpoint, like I need everyone to know that like I didn't I wasn't able to really catch up with like Nintendo Direct. I wasn't really good with Summer Games Fest as well. However, the Nintendo Direct I think was very recent and uh received a tag on Twitter from Brandon and he's like paging Ally and I'm like wonder what this is. And it's, it was a very Ally ass game. It's a rhythm game with pigeons that you dress up and it's a it's like a like a battle royale <laughs> battle royale absurd, rhythm pigeon it's, game. It's you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like and that's as I said, yep, this is my shit. Like this is very much a me game. So I think that I think I have some kind of basic framework on what games I could like. Um, but I, I, I think I leave it a little bit more open to the more random stuff that's out there. The more like obscure, the more comfy, the more cozy, the more messed up, I guess as well. Um, but I, <laughs> I promise I may play, um, <laughs> The Last of Us, Johnny. I'm, I'm going to try and use that line more often in just my life in general where people are like, are you going to do that? I'm like, I promise I might. I promise I might, like, yeah. Yeah, because it's, I it's an optimistic, it. like, you, you hear that and you go, oh, you're promising that, you know, that's big if you're promising, but then it's like, I might, so you're promising that you may or may not, so you can't be disappointed, right? Yeah, like, I'm going to make this promise that I will consider it, and that's the promise I give to you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> ah, but, yeah, it's, it's funny because... Um, the three of us have been the the driving force or the the, the three prongs of the trident here at 8-Bit for, for many a year now. And we've been mm. uh, synergizing and, and playing off each other's strengths and, and helping out where we can with with podcasts, with content in the background, with direction, everything else in between. Like you two have been my collective moral compasses um, on this big beast for, for many moons. And it, it's going to be weird uh, saying goodbye to to one third of the the Megazord here with with yourself and and just me me and Jono trying to navigate what happens um, from a day to day perspective with with all this moving forward. But um, yeah, I, I love 
that you guys you've got some similarities, but then you couldn't be more different in in some ways as well. And I mean that in like the best possible way, like not oh, yeah. in a mean, disheartening way. Like, yeah, you're similar, but then you couldn't be more night and day with whether it be gaming tastes, music tastes, viewing tastes, the way we talk. You know, where like you and I are very similar. We're very fast and loose. We swear. Where Jono is very succinct and doesn't swear calm. and calm <laughs> yeah we're uh we're, we're we're the yin to jono's yang i think oh yeah like like i i agree there's like there's these little moments where like me and jono are like we agree with something and we agree with something like pretty passionately too and like some even sometimes i'm like oh snap like okay um and then there's all the other times where like i'm sure jono like like he kind of said like kind of just questions what's my interests and the choices that i make um game wise um but you know you it's good to have that balance and it's kind of good to have those people around that you know, I like this and I don't like that, but you like that and you don't like this. And it's kind of good to kind of bounce those ideas off people and kind of get different perspectives in that way. It's been, it's really good to have that kind of, you know, mix and, ba- and balance between like friend groups and stuff like that. So, yeah. Exactly. Like, like differing, differing opinions and passions leads to good new ideas and new, new good discussion and, and, yeah, it's it's been nice to see see you two grow and and you know develop a friendship over the years and and it's funny out of all the years of podcasting together whether it be you or myself you and myself and Jono myself Jono etc the only time that you two have done a, an episode just the two of you one on one was was this year in in the seventh season episode three one seven where uh, it was all about Suicide Squad and, and the hype dying of that of that episode. I was unavailable and you two, you two tag team that episode. So in all the years of, of, of podcasting and THG, that was the only one you guys did just uh, mono e mono. I am actually shocked. I thought we did at least one more by like just me and Jono, but I guess, I guess not. I guess not. I, like I'm- I could be wrong. I did some extensive searching through all the episodes and, and cross-referencing. So there's a chance because I was up until... 2.30 this morning, just f- refining my notes and things. So I could Prove him wrong, children. Prove him it wrong. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny because like you've, you've done over 300 podcast episodes now, oh whether it be through God. THG directly, through Bytecast, through The Hungry Game Show, Put In Work, Comedy Rewind, News to Reviews, The 8-Bit Cast, et cetera, et cetera. But out of- all of these THG related episodes where you're, where you're close to that 300 threshold directly with THG, you and I have only not been on about nine episodes together through the entirety of it, which is pretty no crazy to way. think about. Really? We've yeah. only like exclusively missed about nine total. That's crazy for the years yeah. that we've done and the amount of episodes we've released. Like that's, a, that's, that's some good stats. Yeah, so so that would include whether it be, you know, you, me, Reese and Sam, or you, me, Sam, you, me, Reese, you and me. So mm-hmm. over the years, there was always when it was you and me and whatever other elements, we, we missed less than 10 combined over the years. So um, 
yeah, there's there's some consistency there, and I know you like structure and consistency, so it's nice damn to right. see that we we executed pretty damn well over seven odd years. I'm honestly impressed. Like, like you know, uh, yes, I'm a this stupid stickler for like structure and everything, timing and organization and all this sort of stuff. But even I'm pretty impressed with that stat. Like, it, we've been doing this for years, so t- mm. like nine. That's just pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's crazy to think about. Like we're we're averaging forty to fifty episodes a year, give or take, and to only miss say one to two every year collectively, where one or like either of us are on on the episode together, is is crazy to think about. So it's a uh, it's it's a testament to to that work ethic there, and and you know that's what helps you know, have us like allow us to get to where we have and and have these great opportunities and, and great successes and. It's crazy to think that we have spent, I'd say, close to a thousand hours, I reckon, on the microphone. I was trying to do the numbers. This was a hard one for me to finalize, but I think we're getting close to a thousand hours of, of recorded audio out in the ether, which is which is nuts to oh, think God. about. Yeah, that, that's the audio the aliens are going to pick up. That's why I have to leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to go fight the good fight and, and keep yeah, the universe the safe. But how's... How's it feel to know that you've you've sort of talked into a microphone for six to seven years and put over a thousand plus hours of your time into this craft? How does that feel? Like reflecting on that number? I mean, it's interesting, right? Like I, I always say to you that like like whenever we record the podcast. For me, because like unfortunately, I don't really do a lot of like the editing behind the scenes kind of thing or the listings or any kind of that. So for me, for like for most of the time, I always tell you, I'm like, kind of just feels like me and you just chant. And then that's kind of just what happens. Like, you know, like I kind of sometimes forget that it goes out into the Internet and then all of you wonderful people out there actually like, you know, listen and engage and like, you know. And so like it's kind of funny to know that like that's how much time I've like committed to this. And I apologize to all of you that had to listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) If there's anything I learned from last year's Festivus, it's been unfunny as hell. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like, like, I mean, it'd be a disservice to everything that we've um, produced to say that, Oh, like it was easy. It's been, it's been a breeze. Like, no, there's like, there's been like a lot of hurdles and there's like a lot of hurdles that I put up for myself. Like I told you guys, full ass, not half ass. Um, so you know, there's like a lot of things that kind of go into it, and to know like that's how much like we've put out, like it's it's incredible, but it's a testament to the commitment and the work that you know goes to it as well. So, yeah, yeah, and and that work, like, yeah, that that thousand ish hours of recorded audio doesn't even account for the pre and post chats we have the the planning leading into the episodes the the social sharing and, and all the other stuff that flows on from it so yeah yeah the the hours that we've collectively put into this thing over this journey is is crazy to think about and i don't really mm. want to probably put a final number on it cuz i might cry not. but yeah, definitely um, not yeah it's it's insane to think about but it never really felt that way like yes a lot of hours go into it but i think you nailed it perfectly there where it's just two mates coming together having a conversation and then sharing it with the world and and that's always been my favorite thing with this podcast is 
It doesn't feel like a job. It doesn't feel like it's forced. It's just get on a microphone, have some fun, have some laughs, share some opinions that could be right, wrong or anything else in between and mm-hmm. just enjoy one another's company. And the fact that we've done that like for well over 300 episodes together and a thousand plus hours on microphones and the, and we don't hate each other or there's no bad yeah. blood or no issues. Like that's a lot of time. Like that's, that's more time that I've spent with most people in my life in these 30 odd years on, on planet earth. And yeah, it still feels like it did way back in 2016 on, on March the 13th when you graced, oh. graced the, the hungry gamers listeners with your opinions and thoughts for the very first time from uh, from there in yeah, 2016, Miss Hart. March 13th, 2016, <sighs> over seven years ago uh, when you made your podcast debut, which is crazy to think about. Like you were doing stuff before that and, and wrote some really great reviews and opinion pieces on a whole heap of gaming stuff when we were trying to be like a, a written professional media outlet for a hot minute there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we found podcasting. I think it was probably the the sweet spot for us as far as getting our thoughts out there in an easier manner. Yeah, like like podcasting was definitely the sweet spot. But like you're saying that year, that was the first year. I like. I feel like that like Saving Private Ryan gif like of you know oh, Matt aging, Damon aging, Matt Damon, <laughs> yeah, aging. Like this, this is like you said the year, and I just oh, oh my god. <laughs> you you still look the goddamn same, to be honest. Hell I think no. The, the only thing that's changed is I think your braces are gone because when I first met you, you had the braces then, Did I think, have in 2016. I think. No, I, I, maybe. no, I, no, I wouldn't, I, you would have been there pre-braces, then you would have been there for braces, and then you, now you're here for no braces. And you've been here for multiple hair colors, hair yep. lengths. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, multiple glasses styles. That's true. Yeah, the, the, the. The, actually, you would have been there for the first introduction of glasses when I found out that those headaches were because my eyes were hurting. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah. The short version is you still look the same and have aged like a fine wine and I've gotten grey. So, uh, you know. I mean, you know, the, the greys hide behind and are like underneath the, the dark hair. So. <laughs> Ah, goodness. And um, something else, I was trying to quantify this, and this was really hard for me to do. And what I tried to do, and I was going episode by episode for a while and then got a little bit insane. And (laughs) I was trying to work out the overall amount of Destiny-related references. Oh, no. I'm sure the fucking listeners can tell you. Holy moly. I I lost track at over 150. (laughs) So that's where it could be what you've been playing and then some destiny related news. So, so destiny got talked about at least every second episode with an asterisk on, on THG over the years. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a hell of a franchise and it's, it's one of your favorite franchises of all time. I and mean, uh, yeah. you'll fly that flag forever and always. Yeah. yeah like I like, and full di- like, like, come on. I, I'm very aware that like I brought it up a lot. I'm very, you know, <laughs> I know that I spoke about it a lot and it, was, it just became a running joke that I was going to talk about this game that like generally I'm going to assume like maybe 80% of the audience probably doesn't care about. I see the ones out there that do care about Destiny, but yeah, like, yeah, it's my game, you know? That's it. That's it. We, we don't yuck anybody's yums here. And I think that'll lead us nicely 
into this next little audio and it'll be video mentioned on Ali's sort of uh, board that you'll be available to check out at any time after this, just on that Kudo board link in the show notes, as I mentioned, get your thoughts and feedback in on there too. Takes no time, costs no money and will mean the world to Ali and myself. Anyway, this next drop is coming your way right now, Miss Hart. See if you get it from the rip. Miss Ali Hart. I hope your hunter skills don't retire just because you're leaving the hungry gamers. You think I don't need more moats? Brendan and the 8-Bit Nation understand the assignment, so I hope I don't have to come down to Earth and have a word with you. 300 episodes is a legendary run, but why not make it 600? <laughs> I understand you can only kill so many primevals, or can you? If I had any Earth tequila around me, I'd salute you with a shot. So I'll just leave that up to you. See you on the field. The Drifter. <laughs> the Drifter. My favorite. Oh. <laughs> Fucking hell. He, he's a dude. He is. He is. A legend. Todd Habercorn, who lends his vocal talents to, to many fantastic IP Really easy to chat to, really easy to work with, and just just nailed nailed the brief and has a voice that makes everybody jealous. The the drift of vocal delivery. Mm, can't say enough. But uh yeah, thought we'd have to loop in a bit of destiny love here on the show because it's it's only fitting. It's uh it's in your DNA but it's and now it's like, in the podcast. It's the drifter. It's my favorite like game mode in Destiny. Ill bit, not the most respected, but I will I will always fly the flag of gambit and you know support my drifter so oh man and now he's like saying that i you know I, i'm weak <laughs> uh, no he, he said he understood but he also said you know why not 600 why not episodes? 600 gosh darn yeah. it give, give me one of those false promises it's like i promise that this might not be my last episode but it might drifter, be or something. i promise to you that this may not be my last episode, maybe. <laughs> there we go. Please, please, John Farnamus, Miss Hart, please retire and come out of retirement every other year. I'm the man of the hour. Yes. Whispering Heart, we'll call you. All right. So, yeah, Todd Habercorn, thank you for that. And uh, keep doing your thing out there in Gambit and just uh, being the badass known as the Drifter. But I thought we'd talk about or share... Some of our favorite memories podcasting oh, together yes. and whether you wanted to look at this chronologically or just scattershot and like share memories and thoughts that come <gasps> to mind. Um, did you want to lead off? I've, I've written a couple of just notes just so I don't forget things, but oh, did you want to lead I off was- or do you want me to lead off? I mean, I'll let you lead off because I'm definitely not going to be able to do it in chronological <laughs> order. Like, Lordy, you just explain how many episodes, hours, and all that sort of stuff. Like, I'm lucky if I remember what I did this morning. <laughs> well, I, I think the first one was uh, like favorite memories was when we were all still living in Sydney and we had those face to face recording sessions on a weekend. We'd all navigate public transport or drive all over town to whether it be Reese's sweat box bedroom, spare room that he's, he converted, or uh-huh. the my, my old work office in Piermont. I think my work office in Piermont was some of the funnest time I've had recording podcasts. And just our little morning rituals we got into, oh, or it's yeah. like, you know, 
we'd all meet up, we'd walk up the road to, to the bank cafe, we'd get our coffee, we'd get our pastry and, you know, it had just set the mood early as far as what's to come with, with podcasting, we'd get updates on our life, what's been happening this week and just shoot the shit. And it was just a nice little like nothing moment that happened every week. But I think it just meant so much because we took time out of our our days and our weekends to make this happen and to share that over a really strong coffee or an energy drink and mm-hmm. a delicious pie because the bank had fantastic pastries. It was just just a happy time for me, I think. Yeah, like those days, like the Piermont days where it was a day for me, like like talking about commitment to episodes and stuff, like like I'd wake up first thing in the morning, I'd have to catch a train and then catch a tram and then we'd like, yeah, we'd grab our, you know, very healthy breakfast of um, Red Bull and a meat pie um, <laughs> and or, or other wonderful pastries that they made there and then... We sometimes we'd go to the little grocery store and grab snacks as well. We we test taste tested the Guardians of the Galaxy Doritos, which was my f- I think my first Dorito that didn't have cheese on it, like melted cheese on it, because that was the only way I could eat Doritos. Um, and it was actually really nice. And like yeah, we'd get snacks and then we'd kind of like do the setup and you know kind of we all had our spots and we kind of all had our things and. Then we'd record and then so kind of like sometimes it was like afterwards they're like, hey, are, are we going to like head out or do you want to like play a game? Do you like this was also when we were testing out like maybe doing videos and stuff to mm-hmm. see if that worked. And uh, yeah, like like yeah, like it, it was a whole day event for me because by the time I got home, it was like almost like dark, like it was night times. So I leave in the morning. It was it was it was a day of work for me, but there's some great memories in that office and like dealing with like you and the parking situations if someone else tried to steal a parking spot and <laughs> and trying to like beat the I don't know if I should if I should be just saying it but like beating the 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 gate and stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like yeah and then uh the what was the thing the the hungry gamers thing that had the game. Oh, the, the on hyper it. deck? That's it, the hyper deck. And then we found like all those like dirty games. <laughs> we played so many smutty games on that. There were so office. many smutty games on there. But one of them had a really good puzzle element to it, so we were pretty committed. I, I can't remember then, what that game was I called, can't but remember I just remember what it was seeing called. the boobies when you when you sort of crack, yeah. the, crack the puzzle, solve the puzzle, whatever. Yeah, crack the comb, solve the puzzle. Yeah. yeah. Good times. So yeah. Like there was a lot like because that that was a good amount of time that we spent in that place so there was a lot of memories built there yeah that that was home base for for a good long while that was home base until we then set up in in when i was living in strathfield we set up the the spare bedroom into there and 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 had a little studio and then had grand images of uh grand plans of of making video content it's it's funny it's it's i guess it's been a consistent right it's like we'll do more video we'll do more video video. hey guys let you know we try (laughs) we've tried constantly (laughs) it's just hard listeners it's hard and it takes so much time and yeah like i think the we're, we're always very we're collectively i think full ass with that kind of stuff we don't want to have something that's just okay and release it to the masses and just feel just okay about it. I think mm. the internal perfectionist that we both are made that difficult in a way. And, and 
it's life, but we we made some stuff over the years, and some of that video we actually shared out there was was really yeah. great. And one of the um one of the videos, especially, which which I think's one of my proudest moments, even though I wasn't directly involved in it, but I was sort of watching from the sidelines, was RTX Australia in 2018, mm. and seeing you conquer your fears and your stress and your anxiety and absolutely crush the interview you did with Adam Kovic and Bruce Green from Funhouse where yeah. I know leading up to it like you were a bl- like a just a ball of emotion and you were stressed and worried and anxious and then professional Ali turned on and you sat down with these guys and had great discussions with them for, you know, 15 to 20 minutes. And it was just, it was a real like touching experience for me where I was just sitting, I'm like, fucking, like I was like a proud parent sort of just off camera watching you kick all the ass with, with, with two of your favorites from, uh, from yesteryear. Yeah. Fun fact, I don't like that video. <laughs> I actually don't like it. <laughs> we'll strike that, uh, that favorite memory from the record listeners. I've contemplated taking it down for two reasons, but yeah, um, when when he, old mate was getting yeah, so um, one of my favorite videos though I, that I like to go back to sometimes is the Outlast video, just because it shows our personalities and our play styles <laughs> so different, so different. <laughs> It was fantastic doing that Outlast 2 demo and yeah, seeing all four of us just sort of cycle through this game and attack it differently, react differently and just the things that we got caught up like or we'd observe or or random little like throw a random little line out or an observation or a thought here or there. Like it's it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorites as well. Yeah, I like I love watching that one and there's just so many like little funny bits in it that just like always like make me giggle and just remember just like everyone's like different personalities and just how how different how different and somewhat similar we all were and like just how it kind of worked. So yeah, so it's always one of my favorite videos. The other one I really love is yours and my uh, little Mortal Kombat tournament we did with the Bean Boozled. Oh, the Bean Boozled, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I was so unlucky. Yeah, it was Um, it was a time. It was a time. It was yeah. uh, didn't taste good, that's for sure, but it, it felt good, especially when I won a few rounds and didn't have to eat the dirty beans. But, uh, yeah, it's just, just fun, like just fun to let the hair down and – I think what you said, like let the personalities or ourselves shine through the content. I think that's something we've always done, whether it be in a podcast, on social media, on video, like what you see or what you hear is very much what you get. Like I don't feel that we're playing a role or putting a mask on. We've always been very honest and upfront. Mm. And yeah, I I really appreciate that about what we do but also that that you're um you know comfortable in doing that as well so that that's uh another another nice memory another nice thought that i have from from all of this yeah like i mean we try like we like like there's a lot of hit and misses there's a lot of like moments where like i kind of gone back to you i'm like i just i don't think you know that's that was the best way to do things or like you know like oh i hope it doesn't come across this way kind of thing like genuinely care about like how we kind of present ourselves and try not to be 
I feel like I was gonna say shitty people, but I don't know. Just like, like we don't. I don't want to be fake. I don't ever want to、mm. be pretend to be something、um, that I'm not. But in the same sense, I still want to be perfectly aware of everyone around me and everyone in the community and so forth. So, yeah, like it's always been a strong point with this group to always just try to be our true, honest selves、um, and be respectful at the same time. So. Yeah, and and that's 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 a proud moment for for myself every day that this this brand or this podcast or this community exists because yeah we're we always try to be honest we always try to be unfiltered and, and yeah we we're not always perfect we we try to be but at least whatever you're seeing from us out there in the content creation space you just know that that is always unapologetically us it's yeah, yeah it's not fake it's we are who we are. Our our faults shine through sometimes, but um, yeah, it's 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 been it's been really nice, and it's it's funny. One of my other favorite memories of podcasting together, and it'll sort of be a little lost on the listeners here, but like it's it's sort of often what happens when the mics were off, like that、oh, discussion、yeah. before and after、uh, recording, just just you know catching up, getting getting updates on where things are. In in our personal lives and and sharing stories, sharing sharing plans and 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 you know inner thoughts and stuff like that. So it's been nice to nice to have you there as sort of a, a confidant and a bit of a moral compass for me. Where you know if, if something's going on in my life and I, and I need to to talk to you about it, you'll always give me your true, honest opinion, and and I love that about you. And it's really helped me in, in so many ways. And and I'm really thankful for that pod for this podcast to.、Um, Have helped build that relationship and that friendship, and 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 allow us to to have that sort of sounding board moment before、yeah. the mic goes、yes. on. The, the shit talk <laughs> officially gets recorded. Oh yeah, like there's so many times where we'll be chatting about a bunch of different things, and then like, oh, I like you know, like here's some behind the curtain bullshit. I never know what Brendan's gonna say at the start of the podcast. Never, <laughs> I never know what he's gonna say. So like sometimes he'll reference something, and I have the. Clue what he's talking about, and then other times we'll be talking about something, and then he'll be like the chicken twisties to my cheese twisties. I'm like, guess what we were talking about before this episode? You know, so it's always it was always a great mystery, but the lead in to see like what the what the reference was and if I was going to get it. Um, but you know, but like yeah, the, the chats beforehand. Um. Well, it's like I said, like even even the podcast like still felt like friends catching up. But like you know, like even before, and like sometimes it'd be bad where we'd be like, you know, start time. You know, hey, here's the link. Let's get started. Let's get organized. And then like forty minutes later, oh, maybe we should just record a podcast now. Like you know, maybe we should actually actually do the podcast.、Um, so, and that's kind of like more behind the curtain stuff. Kind of where the You know, like the bike cast or the after hours kind of thing, kind of stemmed from where we, you know, we understood that we had these kind of like general non-gaming kind of conversations, and we weren't a hundred percent certain if you guys really wanted to hear them or whatever. But we kind of said like, maybe you did, maybe you were curious about these little weird conversations that we were kind of having before the podcast or even after the podcast. So. Try to put them in a little time capsule and of audio on the internet every now and then.、Um, but yeah, like, like I like, I'm just like going through like all the different memories, and I think I always loved the like 
didn't matter who it was with, but just like the the headbutting, because like like any person that like is very set in their way on one thing, and then the other person like it was constant. It was like you know. Like I like I would butt heads like with like Sam a lot. Like me and Sam had very like you know very different personalities on certain things, and even like me and Jono, me and you. Like like I always loved those kind of moments where it was like, well, I don't agree with you on that, and I think that that made for some great conversation. And like for like, and it was never like in malice. It was never bad blood. Like we were always like you know having fun and like as soon as the you know podcast was over we were all great friends and and like having those moments of like just chilling and like just getting to be off the podcast no like love the podcast but being off the podcast had some great moments too like going to all the um, paxes that we got to go to as well and um you know just like just walking the streets of melbourne in the cold late night and navigating what we're meant to be doing at conferences <laughs> um you know like like getting invited to like things and having the special like moments like i'll always be in awe of what you were able to achieve with um with audio technica and like a bit booth you know like that was always massive to me and like having this incredible booth with such an like an amazing brand that like looked after us and then having the word 8-bit next to it, you know, it was like, it was always incredible. I think, I think that was the thing. Like, I just, I, I, for me, it was always like friends, but then I'd see these moments and I'm like, oh shit, this is something, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and I think, I think the friendship part always came first and, and all the other benefits and bonuses that came from, uh, even even though yeah, eight bits the brand, it feels like the Hungry Gamers was was the face. It was it was it was the piece. In more ways you know? than you would know, guys. In more ways than you would know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it it was the connective tissue that that allowed us to get all these opportunities, and yet we couldn't have done it with without ourselves sharing time and real experiences and just genuinely building this thing up together being being our 100% self so I think the fact that we had fun doing this along the way and we're able to see these successes continually which is still very humbling I think to, yeah. to both ourselves you know yeah. like, like you said it always feels just like mates on a microphone and yet the fact that we've been privileged enough to to be invited to conferences and events and given things and sponsorships and all these other things like that's that's all gravy and it's awesome but it also is testament to i guess i guess the work we've done like yeah it's fun and it's it's mateship and friendship and just just people having a good chat but yeah the there there is an element of work in the back end of that as far as the the content we've made and, and for mm. it to be appreciated on a on a grand scale is is yeah really touching and certainly none of that would have happened without uh the resident queen of sass involved there oh, as, as as my co pilot. Boy that's howdy. For sure. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah. What are what other uh memories have you got that you want to share we we can go wherever you want with this too obviously there's, there's can, nothing like, that's, there's that's off this, limits there's all the funny stuff that i think people don't know about like when we did the transition between 
recording online and having to use, oh, I've forgotten the name of it now. What was it? We were using Google Hangouts to begin with, and then Zoom. And then Zoom. We used Skype, I think. Oh, yeah, we we did use Skype for a minute. And we had these, oh oh my God, the audio issues. And then I was was the perpetrator of a lot of audio issues. I was also the perpetrator of background sound when I was living back in Australia. Like, like, ah, like it was, it was hell. And then. And then we moved on to these platforms where they can record locally. And then I like me not remember, like it was one, two, three, click. Mm-hmm. That that was the rhythm for me for like ages. And then we moved to this other one where I don't even get to click anymore. I don't even get to click. There's a number that appears. <laughs> and then the, and then the sound bites are loud on my end. So what you don't see is well, Brennan's being professional and introing the show. I am miles away from the mic because it is so damn loud. I don't want the leak to go through the, the microphone. So every time you hear a sound bite, just imagine me like miles away from the microphone. Yeah, leaning far back in far the chair, but you know what? Back. That's professionalism as well. You are being mindful to, of the listener and making sure that that audio quality is as pristine as it could be. Yeah, and we've gotten compliments on it too, by the way, for, for remote recording. So, you know, full credit to us and trying to produce the best for you guys. Yeah, and, and I think I think we were one of the, I wouldn't say pioneer, but we were one of the early adopters of remote podcast recording, at least here in Australia in the gaming space. Like we, we got in on that early and obviously COVID was a, was a flow on that made a lot of podcasts go remote, but we were doing it for years. Like this was old news for us by then. So, so we were very much ahead of the curve and and the fact that the audio that we were creating was still clean and clear and crisp. And a lot of people still thought we were just doing it same room locally is, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a hat tip to, uh, to us there, I think. Yeah. Considering like, you know, uh, remote, recordings and building uh, content remotely um, usually having a back and forth is usually quite difficult so it's lucky that we kind of figured that out too (laughs) yeah yeah it was uh, a lot of a lot of trial a lot of error a lot of a lot of frustrations but I think after seven or so years we managed to sort of crack most of the code me question mark question mark yeah my other favorite was when it became abundantly clear that Brendan had been come fully obsessed with anime and the tipping point that was very evident in the recordings where Ali was just like, hey, maybe you should just make a show about it and look what happened and it's doing amazingly and, you know, <laughs> the evolution of 8-bit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's very, very erratic, I think, what this brand's has become and, and yeah. potentially will or won't become down the line. Who knows? But um, yeah, I, I think it's it's a well, not a memory, but it's a, a constant as well. Is that encouragement that you'd always you'd always give me? Like no idea that I'd throw out there was was too stupid. Like even if they were probably very stupid, you'd never sort of just shoot me down. You'd, you'd talk to me about it in a in a nice way, and we'd unpack these things, and, and you'd sort of get me to share more of these. Uh, consistently strange and spontaneous ideas that I'd always come up with, but you'd always you'd always support me, whether it be good, bad, or otherwise. You'd always <laughs> have my back, so I'm very very appreciative of that. Because yeah, you your support and encouragement yeah gave birth to so many of these little offshoots that we've we've done over the years at uh, with Eight Bit. Yeah, I, yeah, like the, we we had a million 
million ideas, all these different, different ideas. And unfortunately, I was always the uh, voice of weird reasoning and reality. So maybe <laughs> I shut down some great ideas, guys. You might actually hate me. So, you know. Right. If they, if they were shut down, there was probably a damn good reason why uh, you put the kibosh on those because, uh, yeah, I, I, my mind works in a very scattershot way and not always are they uh, beneficial and intelligent ideas. So so if they were sort of silenced, I'd say there was a pretty big reason as to why. Uh, good old wet. What did I call myself? My stupid un- misunderstanding of how uh, jargon and slogans. Uh, I called myself a wet sock. I think I meant a wet blade. That's right. Yeah, mm. yeah. Old wet sock alley. Garfield yeah, finger. What was it? The Garfield fingers. There's a lot of things that I've said, and then I've kind of thought about what I've said, and I'm like, oh, and it has like come back to bite me. So, <laughs> like it, not like it's just more like. That, that line that everyone knows not to cross and I just stupidly cross it and then I also like I don't just cross it I like kind of skip over it like mm. there's been there's been some very interesting words said yeah you you fortnite emote directly on top of that line regularly oh, yeah. and 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 that's that's one of the things that I really enjoy about this podcast is yeah the the innuendos, the double entendres, the the mixing of terminologies and jargon, or just generally putting our foot in our mouths. Oh yeah, more often than not, more makes for not. great unscripted content. And, and like that's the thing, like we don't we don't script these episodes out. We have an agenda with some some news that we if go you off. Think but outside of that, it's scripted. just fast and loose. <laughs> oh my lord! If anyone has thought this was scripted. I mean, how? <laughs> so We're pretty good actors, Hollywood. Oh Hook boy! Us up. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Off the rails every time, but wouldn't yeah. have it any other way. Yeah, Ali's already over there in the states, Hollywood. Call her up. Oh, get her on. Get her on your screens. Uh, any any other podcasting memories you want to share, or should I drop in another little audio message here? Let's 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 hear what someone else has to say. Okay. This one is coming at you now. Hi, Ali. It's Mama Loz here. I just Aww. wanted to wish you all the very, very best on what life is throwing at you now. You're just going to be so great at it. I know Brendan will miss you terribly, as with all the fans of The Hungry Podcast. But just keep those memories safe, tucked away in your heart, as we will keep you in our hearts. Take care, sweetie. All the very best. It's been such a blast listening to you guys and we'll really miss it. Love you. Bye-bye. Of course Mama Loz gets me. <laughs> she, oh, the harvest sweetheart. is plentiful. The harvest <laughs> is plentiful. You made me cry twice. The, the farmers are rejoicing today, listeners. Yes, the rare occurrences in the universe. Miss Hart fucking cried twice. Thank you, Mama Loz. I'm so happy that we actually got to have you on the podcast too. Like... It was such a great episode. It was lots of fun. You're so cheeky and I I love the connection that like I've been able to develop with you and get the insight on Brandon as well. <laughs> uh, you're such a cool mum too, like hearing about all <laughs> hearing about all the things that Brendan got up to growing up and it makes a lot of sense. So <laughs> but it's such a lovely person. She she's a good egg and um yeah, she she's been, I guess, the the podcast mother for us here over the years. Not only listening in regularly and and sending me messages anytime she'd listen to an episode, and either of us would say or do something 
controversial or ridiculous, as Ooh, we just mentioned. Yeah, uh, she, she'd constantly be the uh, the beating heart on the, on those moments, and <laughs> yeah, I I love that. Um, I love that she did manage to to share the microphone with us a couple of years ago. Now uh, it was very special to to have. Mama Loz on there and, and I know she appreciates the time and yeah, she adores you. She speaks so highly of you and she's so thankful for for you being in our in our respective lives in, in, in various ways. And um yeah, she was very shocked when I told her the other day that you've you've decided to 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 hang up the microphone and yeah, she she said she wanted to to sort of share share a little message with you and yeah, I'm thankful for that. I have to be honest, she was one of the first people, like, I was like, obviously you, but, like, she was also one of the first people I thought about when I'm like, they're going to be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> she was, like, one of the, definitely one of the first. I'm like, I'm going to disappoint Mama Laws. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, she, she's anything but disappointed. Like, yeah, she she's a proud podcast mama to you. And, um, yeah, she she wants nothing but the best for you, as as we all do. So... Yeah, it was was nice of her to um, record a little message and, and get that across. That'll also be up on the on the board for everyone to check out in more detail there on, on the Kudo board link in the episode. And I've mentioned it a couple of times now, but if you haven't already, pause the episode, jump on there, share some thoughts because it'll be up there and immortalized forever and uh, we'll both be very thankful for that. Um, something that maybe the listeners could be thankful for is, um, do you have any like advice you'd like to share in regards to <laughs> oh podcasting content creation like like because you're a veteran at this now you've been doing this for years and years and years you've done more episodes than the majority of the human population have done and you're really really bloody good at what you do so yeah, have you got any any advice or anything you want to share for for people that are potentially making like looking to make the jump into podcasting or content creation? Anything maybe you wish you'd knew like known at the start? Anything like that? What's what's your thoughts? Yeah. I one of the biggest points is you don't have to always listen to your own content. I don't think that's like necessary. Um obviously if you're the editor, you kind of have to. Um but I do recommend every now and then just going back and listening to your own content, listening to how it flows, how it like how it's working out. Cause like sometimes sometimes you can be just so in the moment that you might realize like, oh damn, like I talk too long about this or I'm not articulating my point of view across as well and stuff. So I do recommend and I did I did it quite frequently, going and listening listening to your podcast, listening to what you're producing and like, you know, be a bit, like be a bit critical about yourself. Like kind of ask yourself the question, like, would I honestly listen to this? Like, like what can I do that would make it more interesting, more engaging? And, um, uh, like, oh, in the same, same sense, like, like, yeah, be a little bit structured, try to be a little bit more, like as much as podcasting is fun and obviously whatever you're podcasting about, be, you know, create structure, create at least like some kind of, you know, framework on what you, what you're making, what your goal is, what your outcomes are, and just constantly go back and reflect on it, see what works, see what might not be working. And I think the bottom line is, is, and we kind of already mentioned it, is that if you're not enjoying it, 
then like maybe like then you should maybe shouldn't be doing it like it in the end you should always be enjoying like when you're doing content or when you're making something because like that's where your love is that's where the passion is and like that's what's going to keep on driving you so like just make sure you have fun with it like keep it structured you know have some seriousness about like what you're producing especially if you want it to be something interesting you want it to be something enjoyed by others maybe but in the same sense just make sure you're also having fun with it because if you're not having fun then maybe you know those listening are probably going to hear it too so that's probably the advice I would give um from experience um and the advice that I wish I'd gotten (laughs) so much advice so much (laughs) advice (laughs) no like yeah, there's, there's like a lot of things that like I wish I could have like known, but I think it's less about podcasting and more about entering a scene, like a, mm-hmm. a industry and stuff like that, and like understanding like how representation is important and how you present yourself is important and how like if you are starting to get to a level where you are being brought into a more professional aspect like you're working with brands you're working you're being invited to events just you know be aware of like that people don't get these opportunities and if you are given these opportunities you are lucky you are you've been given something that not everyone gets an opportunity to do and you should respect that you should appreciate that and then like no matter how big you get or how many times you get it offered, just always remember that you started somewhere where you didn't get offered these things. And there are still people out there that are even just striving to get that first offer really. So those are probably the things that like I've probably learned about this the most. Also just don't be a dick. There's no reason to be a dick. I think – um I've got nothing to add to that. I think that was perfect for both of those questions. That was perfect words to live by and listeners. Yeah. If you are looking to get into that creation space, just, just take those last couple of minutes that Ali just shared and listen to that over and over and instill that into yourself because that's the perfect advice. That's the perfect feedback and the perfect mindset. Like, um, yeah, so no, that was, that was very well done. So yeah, I've got nothing else to add apart from yeah, don't be a dick. That's that's not in content creation, but in just in life. Just like in life's, life. Life's short. Life's hard enough to not have to deal with dickheads. So just just be a good person, and the majority of time, good things will come from that. So mm-hmm. yeah, but those last few minutes, perfect. Some of the best things you've said in the past seven eight years, all wrapped up in a nice little couple of minute soundbite there, Miss Hart. Mm-hmm. All right, I've got um. I've got one more drop before we jump into what we're going to miss the most. So I'm just going to play this one now for you, okay? Mm-hmm. Hey, Ali, it's your player number two here, making my podcast debut to thank you for providing all of us with amazing content, hundreds and hundreds of hours of great content to drive to, to laugh with, to learn from. Um, you know, I will forever consider myself lucky to have gotten a chance to get a behind-the-mic look at all the hard work that you put in to just make this possible week after week. Uh, you and Brandon just going over the news, setting up you know, schedules and everything. It's just so we can just lay back and enjoy the show. Thank you. And I will definitely, definitely miss your voice blasting through my speakers. But, you know, 
I do have, I have to say, I do have a favorite voice of the podcast. Sorry, Brendan, I hope you understand, but, you know, I will miss it. Um, thank you also for helping me understand a lot of the Australian references and slang that you guys use in the podcast. Thank you for all those Australian slang and reference lessons that you give me so I can further enjoy the podcast. Um, I'm really, really proud of you. I'm really proud of all the work you have done. And I know that we will hear you again on this show. And I'm extremely proud of you and happy that I got to hear this other side of you and that you share with the world. Love you. The fantastic husband there making his podcast debut. So so welcome to the podcasting game. And um, thank you for... Uh, those fantastic words, Miss Hart. God damn it, Mr. Hart. Fucking hell. <laughs> the the crops are especially plentiful today, oh, listeners. There is no drought anywhere in this world right now. <laughs> all the crops, they're fucking harvestable and replenished and all great. Fucking hell. I was so convinced. Uh, whew. Yeah, he's he's been there for the most of it. So, shit, balls, fuck, shit, damn, <laughs> c word. <sighs> you, you can drop one if you like. Go out on a go out on a bang if you like. I won't even I won't even censor it. <laughs> <laughs> Tempting, but you know monetization. In media has been crazy. Even the f bomb is uh, is a, a delicate subject. Yeah, he's gotten to hear my player two's gotten to hear both sides of the podcast, and there's always a funny occasion jumping into the car and his thing, like his radio, his sound system, kind of automatically going on, and then I hear my <laughs> voice come out of there, and I'm like, oh god, turn it off, <laughs> like. Turn it off. I don't want to hear that. It's disgusting. Turn off my voice. Um, I was also waiting for him to say that you were his favorite voice. Um, so I'm, I'm glad I, I just narrowly beat you. Um, we, we both know that that was never going to be the case. You're uh, you're the apple of his eye. And yeah, he, he is one of the best guys I know. And you're just one of gen- like, you're both genuinely just two of the best people that I know. And I've been very lucky to to call you both friends and share great moments outside of this podcast space together. Um, I'll still forever remember my heart exploding when you two randomly rocking up at my birthday in Queensland That's many right. years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just two of the best people that I know and, and seeing what you two have achieved together just is very, very touching and inspirational to me. And to know that you've got that player too in your corner and the way he supports you and, you know, tolerated me taking hours out of his time with you every week for, for seven <laughs> or so years and doing it happily. You know, I'm I'm so thankful for that because, yeah, he's he's a great guy. You're a great girl. And I'm so happy you found each other and you're building this life together because yeah, it's, it's inspirational and I just love it. I love love and the love that you two have. Yeah. It's, it's one of a kind in all the right ways. 
It really is. Who would have thought that an Australian and a Mexican would have gone together? It's crazy. <laughs> Honestly, we should build a restaurant because the food combos would be delicious. Oh, they would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. But yeah, like he's been a part of it and we've played games together as well. And and yeah, for the, the, the birthday surprise of like not only me peering out of nowhere, but then also like uh, my husband appearing as well. So um, yeah, like uh, that was... I remember that. It was like a lot, a lot of fun. And you got to experience a different area of Australia, which was also <laughs> very interesting too. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, it's it's very important to have someone that supports everything that you do. Because I know that we're lucky. There's not a lot of people out there that can share gaming with someone. So yeah. Oh my god! I'm so sick of this talk crying. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's 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 crazy that that you two found each other literally worlds apart, and yeah, have have built this this life together, and yeah, like I'll I'll forever be your your biggest fan in that regard because yeah, you just you're just good people, and you're living a great life over there, and I couldn't be happier for you both and you know what there, there's a vacancy here now in the podcast co-host chair and, and now that uh mr hart has made his podcast debut spoilers maybe he's gonna he's gonna feel feel the seat now that you're you're taking a sabbatical yeah maybe you know maybe maybe it might, <laughs> might be time to get a different kind of view and, and you know just so everyone knows he's way more open to games than i am so you might actually enjoy it <laughs> guy's playing final fantasy you know like not even touching that stuff he's playing street fighter <laughs> you know like much more yeah. diverse range of gaming yeah but no it's um yeah i'm 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 genuinely happy for you guys because yeah you, you just just living a great life and everything i see from yourselves and, and the stories you share, like it's it, it, it gives gives us all, all those lonely hearts out there hope, that's for sure. Yeah. It's a player two for everyone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's it's nice that you've found yours. Um I I guess the last question I wanted to bring to the table today is, you know, what what are you gonna miss the most about um about podcasting, about the hungry gamers? About about it all. What what's uh what are you going to miss the most once uh once that mic goes off now for a potential indefinite period of time after we after we hit stop today? Just shooting the shit, <laughs> pretty much. Just shooting the shit. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> like like, there's so many like little things that I'm going to be like, oh, so nice that I like is like I've got to be honest, so glad that I didn't have to like really sit down and pay attention to summer games fest or you know that the nintendo direct <laughs> like you know like not saying like, like you know it's a like a major burden but like look, once again it's the half hours full hour thing it's like like if i'm going to talk about something i need to pay attention to it like i want to make sure that i've watched it you know as much and you know really engage with it so that i can also have very informed opinions about it so it's kind of nice not having that. I have to watch it before. I have to watch it before we record. You know, I have to make sure that like I watch all that. Or I have to like you know. So that's that's gonna be good. But for the bottom line of it all, I just just enjoy just like let's talk about this. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about this as well. And then just like kind of just getting it out there. And then and then like when the community got involved and kind of let us know things and like 
you know, educated us and having like all the guests that joined us and getting that mixed in as well. Like just, but it, that's it. That's the part that I like. It's just, just chatting with people, just talking, you know? Yeah. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm the same. Like, yeah, even though we had a, you know, in air quotes, a job to do every Saturday or every Friday afternoon for you, it, yeah. it never felt like that. It was just good conversation with a good person that led to good times. And I'm I'm going to miss that. And I think I'm going to miss the consistency. And, and what I mean by that is knowing that, you know, every, every Saturday or every or Friday, <laughs> I, I'd get to catch up with, with one of the best people that I've got in my life every week. I'm not always the best at checking in with people like, and it's not that I don't care. Don't get me wrong. That's just how I am. I'm not one of those people that are just constantly like every day, every other day. Hey, you know, I'm I'm not one of those types and it's probably something I need to work on, but it was always nice and exciting to know that. Yeah. Even though we might not have spoken throughout that week, I'd, I'd get that time with you every Saturday morning and yeah, find out what's been happening in our lives, find out the, the updates, the good, the bad, the ugly, the everything else in between. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to miss having that time. Um, but I, I know that it's not that that time doesn't exist anymore. It's just, just I need relocated. to- Yeah, yeah. Just just need to need to move it around. This well, Not the schedule, but like be, be more mindful of, of things like that because I think I've been spoiled the last six or seven years knowing that every weekend I've got that time to to share things going on in my life and you with yours. We talk some games, we have some fun, we make some silly shit and yeah. then we do it again. So I'm going to really, I'm going to really miss that. And I'm going to really miss the the chemistry that we have. And I feel that that chemistry, you know, was there from the jump, from, from that early first few episodes when we, you know, we, we know a little bit more what we're doing now, but in that first year when you're in there in those first few episodes, you know, we didn't really know what we were doing, but no. it felt natural. It felt right. And I'm going to miss having you there as my co-pilot because you made all of this so easy for me. You made it feel natural every time. You made it feel fun. You made it feel welcome and right. And it's going to be weird to try and come back to that. I think that's the biggest thing that I've been really having a hard time with the last few weeks as far as you know, is this the Hungry Gamers without you? And I genuinely don't know. I genuinely do not know. And that's the hardest part for me where I'm like, does this thing continue? If it does, how? Because, yeah, my my ride or die is, is not there with me. And I, I don't know what to do. And I'm going to miss that so much. But I'm also so happy and so proud and not only of just the things that we've done and this relationship that we've cultivated together, but I'm so proud of, of you and this life that you're living and making over there. And, you know, I'm, I'm always going to be your biggest fan, regardless of what we're doing, of what you're doing. But I think that's what I'm going to miss the most. I'm going to miss the, 
the weekly dose of sass that if you sort of dig just under the surface, there's just this giant heart and kindness and just one of the best people that I know giving me their time every week. And I'm going to, I think I'm going to miss that the most. I'm going to miss it too. Yeah. It's been, um, it's been a hell of a ride. It's been a, a hell of a ride. And I couldn't have asked for a better person to do it with me with. That's for sure. Same. A testament to how long it's gone, really. <laughs> but now you don't have to worry about some person constantly being like, excuse me, you said we're starting at this time. And, you know, are we are we still recording at this time? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. I got to get a coffee. <laughs> but- got to use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need that sometimes. Like it, it's good because you, you you hold me accountable and and you keep me on the rails when most of my life I'm I'm not on the rails. So I've been very thankful that you've been that sort of uh, that true north. I don't know if true north is the right way to describe, but you you've been that. I'm a cloth company. That, yeah, great company. I'm sure their 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 apparel feels great on the body, but um. Better clothing at uh, shop8bit.net if you want to get some some better true apparel. There it is. But um, yeah, I'm just thankful for this this ride that we've taken. It's been so fun and so rewarding, and some of the best years of my life and the best memories of my life have been shared with you and spent with you and. I'm going to carry that with me forever until I can convince you to turn your microphone back on and, huh. and maybe return. But if you don't, I'm not going to love you any less. Appreciate that. No, I definitely like, I don't, I do not want this to be never again. No, no more after this. Nothing like I have stuff to say. I have <laughs> stuff to create. I'm a very creative person and I'm 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 gonna sneak my way in and find a way to get my thoughts out there, whether you all want it or not. <laughs> Is this the internet? Damn it! So I'm allowed to say whatever I want, and I'm allowed to blast it out into the internet and say it to the masses, whether you want to hear it. So I'm definitely like, hey, there's still a uh, very hot chili that might have my <laughs> name on it. Let's go FTC. Um, but <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. This, this, this isn't the end. This isn't, you know, Miss Hallie Hart no more. But it's just, it's just, you know, not not right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, the world's a much shitter place without your content or your thoughts in it, I've got to say. And you are so... So fucking talented. And I know that you are your worst critic a lot of the time because, yes, you're a perfectionist and that's not a negative term. Hashtag you, full you ass. Just, you just, yeah, yeah you're, you're all about that full ass life. All about and that full ass. I love that about you, but just knowing all the things you've been doing in the background with the study and skilling yourself up and making and creating so many things that may never see the light of day but you've shared with me just blows my mind because you are so talented and so driven and I'm excited to see where you harness that energy next. Yeah, I guess 
Only time will tell. Mm. Well, I'm I'm probably like I could sit here and talk for for many more moons about about you and your greatness, but I don't know. I'm I'm sort of out of succinct things to say. I think my my mind is just starting to pull left, tear right, etc. But is there anything else you wanted to say? Maybe we look at uh, closing this episode down. What do you reckon? Well, I am absolutely dehydrated. I don't think there's a single liquid left in my body because I've had to just cry it all out. It is absolutely no surprise to anyone that, you know, Miss Sass herself has a little little icicle of heart that's, that's down in there that's, you know, makes her cry. And luckily no damage to dogs happened in this podcast, which is usually the, you know, perpetrator of me getting upset or crying in things. So... But it's been a long, crazy ride. It's been amazing. It's been fun. It's been more than I probably could have ever imagined. I probably still don't believe, to be honest. But I'm going to miss it. And it sucks. But it just gives me a reason to, in however way, come back to something. So... Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'm I'm certainly gonna miss miss this. Gonna miss like I can't say I'm gonna miss you because you know you're not dis, you're not, I'm not leaving dead. Earth. Yeah, yeah. I, I know like you, you you'll take a few months off with the the pregnancy and then the alien fights and all that stuff. Gonna so leave the, the yeah leave the army. Yeah. So so the conversation might be a little erratic from for the, from here on out for the next little while. But yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to miss this. I'm going to miss us. I'm going to miss what we've created. And yeah, I'm going to be also forever thankful for those exact reasons as well, because it's been a hell of a ride. It's been so fun and so rewarding and just nice. It's just nice to share this time with you every week and then knowing that other people are sharing it with us in, in their own way. Yeah. It's very touching and that would never have happened without you. So, yeah, I'm going to miss that, but I'm also going to be forever thankful for that and forever thankful for you for uh, entering my crazy life. Yes, well, I'm thankful for you for this saying like hey do you want to come and talk video games on this podcast do you want to do you want to write up some reviews for this website i'm writing <laughs> up and i a, a creative outlet that i never thought i needed but it turns out that i really did mm. so thank you no thank you but um yeah listeners this has been episode 329 of the hungry gamers it's been absolute pleasure to bring this podcast to you every week ish for the last seven to eight years. It's been an absolute honor to make this podcast with you, Miss Hart. And yeah, I, yeah, I just want to say to you and want to say to the, um, the listeners out there, much love. And stay hungry.